There is a video on YouTube, which is a program on the internet, of a young man in Paris, and I think he's not the only one, but there's a young man in Paris who stood outside on near one of the plazas in Paris with a scarf tied around his eyes and a sign that said, I've heard different versions of the sign, but the one I heard this morning says, I am a Muslim. People think I am a terrorist. Give me a hug. So he stands out on the corner in Paris with, uh, with his winter scarf tied around his eyes with the sign. Another, and I think a couple other people have done this too, and another sign just says, I am a I am a Muslim, I give free hugs. So in the one I watched on YouTube, the people are gathered around and people come up individually and give this guy a hug and he hugs them back. And then they just move away and the next person comes up and gives him a hug and he gives a hug back and then so on. And there are lots of people gathered around because it's an amazing moment. Some of the people are crying. There's a kind of transcendence in that moment. It's a, it's a moment of going beyond the, the suffering and the deep divisions that we have. A moment, you know, finding a moment, a way to just go beyond all of that and bring it to those hugs. So, you can check that out. So, here we are, what? We're four days to Thanksgiving. And there is a sense of tragedy in the world and of concern and worry. There are these merciless Killers roaming streets, shooting people in cafes. And it's happening not just in Paris, but around the world. No one seems to know how to stop them yet. They use internet, some of them use internet games to plan their attacks. Games on the internet. So there's so much that we are experiencing in the world. We have a sense of uncertainty. We have a sense that the world is dangerous. So, are we ready to give thanks on Thursday? Yeah. What should we be thankful for? Whom or what should we thank? So those questions come up every November, but I think there's kind of a sharper edge on those questions right now. You know, it's good to remember that the first Thanksgiving, at least according to the legend, was an intercultural event. It was an event where two cultures came together to share the bounty of the harvest and give thanks for the means to survive the approaching winter. Two cultural groups who did not stay friends like that for a long period of time, but it did happen. At least that's our, 
our wonderful story of this day. A peace for a moment, like the Muslim giving and receiving hugs on the corner in France. A peace, a peace that is clearly a possibility for us. We are, we are capable of this in our nature, and the proof that we're capable is that it happens. That's our proof. So if it happens, it must be possible to happen. It is also difficult. But we human beings have these wonderful qualities. We can get beyond all this stuff. As Thich Nhat Hanh says in the reading we heard, it's not about faith, it's about practice. It's about doing it, finding ways to do that, and then making those part of our lives, putting ourselves on that track. So I want to propose just for a moment that giving thanks or expressing gratitude is one of those practices that can put us on a better track put us in a healthier place, psychologically, spiritually, maybe even physically, maybe even physically. In the story of the pilgrims, the colonists give thanks to the Christian God for the bounty of the harvest and perhaps for peace with their neighbors too. I suspect they did. We don't know exactly how the Native Americans saw this event, but it seems likely that they were also thankful for the life-giving harvest. One of the pieces of the story that's not as well known as the other pieces is that the Native Americans had helped the colonists survive by teaching them what plants would work in the local area and how to grow them. They actually helped the colonists make it and survive. And so there was a reciprocity and a mutuality in this meeting. They were all grateful to survive. And so we have this beautiful picture of giving thanks to, to God. I know that some people in the 21st century, people in this church as well, don't necessarily find it an obvious or comfortable thing to thank that traditional God because that image has become so complex for us and so kind of mixed up that it, it may not work for everyone. If it does work for you, then I commend you. You, you can go with the traditional path and give thanks to God and what a wonderful thing that is. For those of us who get stuck on some aspect of the traditional framing of the holiday, we have to maybe delve a little deeper into the nature of gratitude. So we think, well, we should give thanks. Well, who should we give thanks to? Well, I don't know. So we can get stuck there. We may not come out of that for about 10 years. <laughs> you know, the turkey is gone. <laughs> the dressing is gone. The cranberry sauce is gone, and we're still thinking, well, I don't know. <laughs> but that's okay. That's an honorable uh, concern. Let us put that question on the shelf for a moment. Let's just put that question on the shelf. The food is getting cold. <laughs> we will come back, I promise. We'll come back. Let me tell you something. 
Current scientific research seems to repeatedly verify that the experience of gratitude is good for us. The experience of gratitude is good for us. It brings a sense of well-being. It promotes mental health. It has a positive effect, effect on depression. Gratitude is something that works, at least if all these scientists are right. It has a good effect on us. It's a good medicine. Does the gratitude need to be expressed towards a deity? Evidently not. Evidently that's not required for the good effect. You don't have to have a God. If you've got one, then bless your heart, but actually it still works without one. If we can do the practice of expressing gratitude. So, one of the things I've said in the last few years is we should call to mind the things we are grateful for. And uh, we should do it consciously. We should list them out. I mean, we should make a list. I'm in favor of that. I even gave you a piece of paper this morning, and you don't need to do it right now, that you can go home and use to make a list of things you're grateful for. Why should you make a list? I'll tell you why, because it brings it to your conscious mind. Because it puts your attention on that thing, and it changes your mode of thinking while you're doing that. It puts you into a different mode of thinking. If you just say, boy, I really like those windows. You know, I really liked that composition we heard this morning. Uh, if you can't come up with anything, go look at the woods through the window in the fellowship hall. Just go look at the woods. Boy, that is gorgeous. So what I've suggested for you and for me, I've already done it actually, but I may do some more before Thanksgiving, is you could use that sheet and you could just start writing down things that you're grateful for. And I put different categories, you can use them or not. One is people. What people have been special in my life that I'm just so grateful that they're there? Write their names down. And just keep going until that runs out for you. What, what places have been special in your life? You know, is there a mountain in Colorado that you climbed once? That feeling will never leave you? Is there, are there special places? Maybe it was uh, the house you grew up in. Maybe it was the basement. Maybe it was Panera's down here, I don't know. <laughs> Wherever it was, just write those things down. And then write down special things, special moments of experience. The day that I saw my grandchild for the first time. I don't know what, you write down what those special moments have been in any time frame you want. And you just write all those until you run out. 
And then by that time, you might have thought of three or four more people you want to put on that list. What does it say? And then there's a place in there, if you want to, to do your little thinking about, who am I thinking? Is it, is it God? Is it the universe? Is it good luck? Maybe it's good luck. Is it something else? Maybe it's just, I don't know, but I'm thankful. Because it's the being thankful and expressing it that changes your state. It puts you into a different state of awareness. Now, you can do this at some regular interval if you want. You could do it every Thanksgiving. You could do it every Sunday night. You could do something smaller on a daily basis if you want. You could come to the end of the day, take out your little journal, and write, this is what happened today that was beautiful. Now, this will not take away the tragedies in the world. This will not make that go away. It may have some effect on it long term, but in the short term, it will not make that go away. That will still be true. But the question is, do we want to be overwhelmed by those events? Or can we find a more balanced way to bring joy and gratitude into our awareness? For one thing, it gives us a much better feeling about things. For another thing, it makes us stronger as people to be able to do something about the tragedies. We're more useful if we're not overwhelmed. Does that make sense? We are more useful if we are not overwhelmed. And so we have a different balance there. Now, if you absolutely have to, you could just put this on your laptop or your smartphone. You could make a text file or maybe make an app. There probably is an app actually for this. Does anybody know a gratitude app? I'll bet you a hundred bucks there's a gratitude app right now. And uh, I'd be so thankful if I was right about that. <laughs> so I want to invite you into doing this expression of gratitude. You may wish to thank specific people. And I think maybe that's why they invented thank you cards. Because you might want to write a note to somebody. And you don't have to, but I'm just saying you might want to do that. Give it a try. Calling your gratitude to conscious awareness will be helpful. I know there is still a lingering question about whether gratitude makes, thing, makes sense when things are not going well. What if there had been no harvest at the first Thanksgiving? What if there was no food? Would they have had the party? Well, maybe not. In a way, that resonates with our situation right now, reflecting on events in Paris and Beirut and Mali and even in our own American cities where people die from violence every day, every single day. Does it make sense to give thanks in hard times? It makes sense so that we do not sink into despair and so 
we strengthen ourselves and our sense of the beauty of life. Last Friday night, the Parisians apparently all went out to the cafes. They all went out to the cafes and they went to the restaurants and they flooded the streets with people. They were determined to bring back the joy of life. Absolutely determined. What a beautiful and wise thing to do. Mr. Rogers said that his mother taught him that when tragedy comes, look at the people who are helping and see how wonderful those people are. I remember seeing a video a few days ago of a young French doctor. She said that when the shots rang out, she, unlike the others, ran toward the shots, toward the direction of the shots. She came upon one of the restaurants where people were wounded, and she began to treat them one by one as best she could. She had to make quick decisions about who to treat first and who would have to wait. She described her experience with one woman she treated who was panicking about her wounds and the young doctor said that when she got to her and talked to her, she looked her in the eyes and came back to see her frequently for 20 minutes and she said she would look into the woman's eyes and tell her that she was there and that she would be all right. She just did that. And the woman calmed down enough to make it through that difficult time. How could we not be grateful for such beautiful moments of compassion and caring that come even in the tragedies? Why shouldn't we not call them to mind and let the beauty of all these wonderful parts of life that surround us enliven our consciousness and lead us in the direction of healing and hope for the world? The world is full of hope all over the place. We need to pay attention to that part of life and encourage it to grow in us. So I invite you sometime between now and Thursday to call to mind the wonderful dimensions of your life. Just bring them to your consciousness. You can call it counting your blessings or you can call it just making a gratitude list. And if you have a sense of where you want to direct that gratitude, that's great. But if not, just feeling it consciously will be healing to you. Even in hard times, we need to take moments to appreciate the beauty and love around us. I hope you give it a try. It will bring you a sense of peace and well-being to your spirit. Even to that person right there, <laughs> it is going to get better.